This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League. Here's your host, John Keane. And welcome to the show. Ahead, the WHL announcing its January Player of the Month award winners. We'll have a look at that as a WHL rookie continues to light things up as a 16-year-old. A former Red Deer Rebel stole the show at the AHL All-Star Classic. The Canada West WHL Graduate of the Month is former WHL goaltender Shane Farkas. The well-spoken Mount Royal Cougar has his team rolling. We'll have more with him. And Kamloops Blazer defenseman Harrison Bruna continues to garner attention as a mobile puck-moving defenseman. Fresh off the top prospects game in Moncton, he'll close out our show. First up. The WHL announcing its Players of the Month for January. Medicine at Tigers forward Gavin McKenna named the Player of the Month to kick off 2024. He'll move across ice right wing. Wise Black through the middle. He's a man. McKenna drives. Scores. That's all they need is a little bit. Gavin McKenna at the five-minute mark. Snaps that shot past Jackson Unger. And the Tigers take an early lead. McKenna, just 16, recorded 29 points in 12 games of the month to lead all WHL point scores during that stretch. He was named the Tempo WHL Player of the Week January 8th, then went back-to-back weeks as the Cal Tire WHL Rookie of the Week. The six-foot, 165-pounder out of the Yukon registered eight multi-point performances through the month, highlighted by a six-point night in a 12-1 win over Tri-City, collecting a goal and five assists with 63 points in 41 games. McKenna sitting second in scoring on the Tigers and 14th across the entire WHL. Gavin McKenna considered to be a top prospect for the 2026 NHL entry draft. Red Deer Rebels netminder Chase Witzke has been named the WHL goaltender of the month. And here comes Oasis Wiseblatt. A chance for another winner. Wiseblatt, what a stop by Witzke! This is the second straight month that Witzke's been recognized as the award winner, having also captured the award in December. He went 8-0-0-1 with a 1.98 goals against average and a 9.29 save percentage as the Rebels went 10-0-0-1 in the month of January to claw up in the standings in the Eastern Conference. And Everett Silvertips forward Carter Bear has been named the WHL Rookie of the Month. Stick handles in, chops it down low, Bear a shot, he scores! Carter Bear with a snipe, we're tied at one! Bear's been coming on, 9 goals, 10 assists, and plus 6 in 13 games in a busy January for the Silvertips. The 17-year-old third in the WHL rookie scoring race, 45 points in 50 games. His 21 goals are tied for second most among first-year players. Congratulations to the three award winners for the WHL Players of the Month for January. Former Red Deer Rebels forward R.S.D. Baines was named the American Hockey League All-Star Challenge Most Valuable Player this week after leading the Pacific Division to the title at the Challenge in San Jose. Baines is still Baines had a great all-star challenge three-on-three tournament. The forward for the Abbotsford Canucks registered five points, including the game winner in the final, as well as a plus-three rating. Now, between the pipes, 
Former Edward Silvertips goaltender Dustin Wolf led all goaltenders with two wins. He stopped 13 of 17 shots he faced. He spent some time this season with the NHL's Calgary Flames. In total, 12 WHL alumni took part in all-star festivities in the AHL, including league top scorer, former Kamloops Blazer Logan Stankoven, and last year's CHL Defenseman of the Year, Olin Zellweger, who spent his time in the WHL in both Everett and Kamloops. From the drop of the puck to the Edge Chenault Cup, this is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. The WHL Canada West graduate for the month of January is having an absolute season with the Mount Royal Cougars in Canada West. He's a former WHL goaltender with the Portland Winter Hawks and the Victoria Royals from 2016 all the way to 2020. Now in year two of his WHL scholarship uh, from Calgary, Shane Farkas is on the line. Shane, thanks for popping on the WHL radio show this week. No, all good. Thanks for having me. I uh, I really appreciate you uh, having me on and and taking some time. Wow, your numbers this year six and zero in the month of January. You're sixteen and two on the season. And when we think like Canada West powerhouse programs, usually Mount Royal isn't at the top of the list. But you guys are rolling this year. Tell me about it. Yeah, no, it's been good. I mean, uh, I know it sounds kind of cliche, but I mean, we have a really, really good group of people in our, in our uh, locker room there, all the way from our coaching staff down to our, our equipment manager, honestly. So um, I think one, one thing that's been helping us is it's, it's been a lot of fun just coming to the rink every day. Um, I know that uh, with the stress of uh, hockey and, and, and school, it can kind of take a toll on you sometimes. Right. But um, I think that's really been one of our advantages this year is that everyone is uh, usually able to come to the rink with a smile on their face and and be able to put in some hard work. Yeah. Uh, is there someone in the room now, uh, a teammate, who was a former foe? Like you had three years, three, four years in the league, two different stops, Portland, so the U.S. division, and then you know Victoria and the B.C. division. Is there a guy in the room that you used to go head-to-head with now, uh, and maybe there was a little, who knows, game within a game, and now you, you've teamed up here at the Canada West level? <laughs> uh, I don't know if I really went head-to-head with anybody, but to answer that, the first guy that comes to mind is uh, uh, Bouch there, Connor Bouchard. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, growing up, he he's an one so I'm, I'm a little bit older than him, but we grew up in Penticton at the Okanagan Hockey Academy there, and um, so we knew each other growing up, and then... Um, when I was in Portland, he was in Tri City, so it, it was it was it was always fun to to just play against him and have a few smiles about that stuff. I know uh, I, th- I think it was his first year, my second. Um, like we have a nice a nice warm up photo together. That's kind of been uh, a, a really nice memory to have. So um, it's nice to finally have him on the team rather than than then play against him right so yeah I, I think that would be the one guy in the room that I used to go head-to-head with quote but yeah we've always been good buddies so yeah yeah what a what a great season he's having unbelievable numbers uh, for you this year uh, let's talk about Portland you were there for uh, you know two and a half seasons um, you know what that's a, a U.S. market you mentioned you're from Penticton which is a smaller BC city uh, you go into Portland you get your start there what was your experience like it, it, with the Winterhawks uh, I mean, it was it was great. I mean, I, I think 
in the earlier days or, or the younger days, it was a bit of a struggle, more so just with the like the shift of of life and city and, and location, right? So I think at the time I was 17 and, you know, I had never lived in a city bigger than, honestly, Kelowna, BC. And um, so to just kind of have this complete 180 where you're in the States, it's, it's a huge metropolis area. Um, things are just different, right? So early on, it was, it was, it was a struggling point, but I think that actually helped me in the long run. Cause um, you know, it was, it's, it's kind of one of those situations where you're thrown into water, right. And you either sink or you swim. Mm-hmm. So you kind of, kind of learn to swim and, you know, didn't really happen right away. I mean, it, it takes time, but, uh, yeah, like it was, it was awesome. I owe a lot to Portland, not just in, in hockey, but just who I am as a person, right. Because I don't think without those experiences and those lessons and, and the people that were there to help me get guided down my path and I wouldn't be where I am today, right? You finish your WHL career in Victoria, and like uh, many uh, that year, your season and your WHL career sort of ended uh, with COVID, which was a real awkward situation for everybody there in March of 2020. You were having just a fantastic season. Uh, if I remember, that Royals team was pretty good. Uh, there was like four teams in the BC division that were all sort of jockeying. Uh, you were right there. Um, that was a, a weird way to end for you. Um, any sort of thoughts of what could have been in your final season in Victoria? Oh, it's funny you ask this because I was actually reflecting on, on this the other day, right? But like I was, I was thinking about where where some of my teammates from that team are now. Like a couple of them are are in Canada West here. Um, I know uh, Gary Hayden's out in uh, I think he's in England now playing playing professionally, um, right? So so guys like that, and I just part of me tries not to think about it, right? Because I've I think just in general, I think the more you think about things and the thought of, Oh, what could have been is, is kind of a toxic thing just to process through through your mind. Right. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. at the same time, like we, we had a a great team. Um, I, I I know for myself, I was having the the most fun that I'd, I'd, I'd ever had playing hockey up, up until now, honestly, like just being in, in Victoria there and, again, like the group of people that we had, it was, it was, there was something magical about it. And, um, yeah, when it came to an end, it was, it was kind of like, a, you know, is this real life moment? Um, but it is what it is. And life goes on. Sure does. Uh, you're now in uh, year two at Mount Royal. We mentioned you're the player of the month for Canada West. You guys are off to a great season. You're taking sports recreation management, um, tell me about that program, what it's all about, and sort of what the career path is moving forward for that. Um, well, it's it's kind of a – what's the right word here? It, it's not vague, but it's very applicable to a number of different avenues. Um, so obviously there's there's the sports side of things. So if you wanted to, to go into coaching or um, like sports business or be an agent or, you know, things along that uh, – like that line right the recreation management's more so for like facility operations um technically you could probably go into event coordination so it, it's kind of a degree in in uh you know like 
like sports complexes or, or, or sports in general. Right. So that, that was just something that kind of grabbed my attention. Um, Cause I, I look at hockey as somewhat of an investment, right? I, I think a lot of us have been playing hockey since we were at least 10 years old. Right. So by the time we get to our mid early twenties, you know, we have 10, 12, 15 years of experience in the sport. So why not apply that to, something right rather than starting at, at ground zero and and trying to learn accounting or whatever it is right so um yeah i mean for me i'd certainly like to stay in sports whether that's that's coaching or um starting some sort of company or getting on board with some sort of organization somewhere right i, I just think it's a very valuable piece to have in my back pocket right yeah, this is like fifteen year fifteen of your vocation if you look at it that way here already uh, going back yeah, to your exactly. days. Yeah, smart, yeah. smart. Uh, good thought on that. You're taking advantage of the WHL scholarship program. What's it meant to you, Shane, uh, to help you through this time in school? Oh, it's been huge. I mean, uh, I, I don't really think you can really put this into words, but I think after a lot of guys finish in the Western Hockey League here. Um, Sometimes there can be like this feeling of like, what do I do now? You might feel like a loss of identity to a certain extent, right? Like I've been doing this process of trying to make the Western league and then hopefully move on. And now I'm kind of like, well, I don't really know what to do. Right. So it's, it's really nice because it, it allowed me to kind of take a step back before taking more steps forward. Right. Like I was able to kind of sit back and, process what was going on around me right i don't have to worry about the financial side of things on my own behalf um i could kind of step into uh a post-secondary institution and and kind of try it out see what i like and and there was really no worry about anything right so just being really really taken care of and that helps ease the stress and and that transition because i don't think anything can really prepare you for that transition it's just kind of a feeling out process but I mean, it's like the the scholarship program is probably one of the biggest stress relievers that you could have just in 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 that regard. Well, Shane, it's been a great chat and uh, great to see things are working out for you and, and working out for the Mount Royal uh, Cougars. You guys are on a roll. You're on a roll. Uh, I'll be cheering for you. I'll watch your games here and I hope you guys can continue this run you're on. And uh, just a great guest here on WHL this week. So thanks for spending some time with us here today. No, super. Thanks so much for having me. Appreciate it. You're listening to the WHL This Week Radio Edition. Kamloops defenseman Harrison Brune continues to take big strides this season. He's ranked 67th amongst North American skaters in the NHL Central Scouting midterm rankings. I spoke with him this week. Harrison, since Top Prospects game, it seems like you've taken another step. You had a great experience. We'll start there. You went all the way to Moncton. You've never been uh, to the East Coast. What was that like? Yeah, obviously really grateful for the experience. Um, yeah, just uh, kind of went in there, just uh, focus on having fun, uh, playing my game, um, doing the little things to, you know, stand out. Um, obviously there's lots of eyes there and stuff, and you're always uh, looking to to impress and play your best hockey. So, uh, yeah, I went in there and uh, tried to play my best, and uh, I think I showcased myself well. What was the whole experience like? You know, you're brought in with the best prospects across the CHL. You rub shoulders with some of the top players, and, and you probably feel you're right there. But overall, how the presentation was, the game, the, the, the on-ice, off-ice testing, it was a bit of a grind, I'm sure. But what was it like for you? 
Yeah, again, it was it was awesome. I mean, going there to play with some of the best uh, from different uh, teams and uh, and leagues, obviously within the CHL. Um, but yeah, the off ice testing was great. I think it was you know managed uh, very well with the Okanagan uh, testing and and little stuff like that. Um, and then the game, obviously, it was it was uh, it was amazing, great experience. Uh, like so many people there, it was uh, very energetic and uh, yeah, awesome to see that. Yeah, 7,000 in the building for the game. Uh, it's your draft year. Last year's a 16-year-old with the Kamloops Blazers. So this was a team that had a lot of veterans because of Memorial Cup. But yet at 16, there you are in the mix, playing big minutes, playing in Memorial Cup games. Uh, what was that experience like to get you to now this season where you're even more relied upon? Yeah, I think just coming in, I mean, I want to learn and grow as a player. And I think with the staff and obviously the players and, and decor we had, there was lots to learn from and uh, obviously pick little pieces out of out of guys' games, guys like Zellweger, Masters, uh, defensemen like that. Um, and then, yeah, playing with some of the best forwards, obviously. Uh, I don't really need to list them off. There's so many. But, uh, yeah, just thought I, I learned a lot from, from everybody and, uh, yeah, brought into the got a chance to play the Memorial Cup all the games uh, all the playoff games as well so uh, yeah great experience there um, again learning and growing and then bringing it to this this season um, you know playing a, a bigger role uh, wanting to play more offense drive the offense of this group um, you know I think I kind of understand that we needed a bit more of that and uh, yeah trying to do the, the best I can uh, day in and day out. You're bigger you're stronger you look faster. How do you feel this year? It seems like those are some elements we're starting to see here every night. Yeah, I think, again, with that chance to play a bigger role, I mean, you always gain a bit more confidence and a bit more uh, leverage. Um, and I think it comes with trust and uh, rely, relying on me for uh, different situations within the game. So, again, yeah, just getting a more chance to play and showcase myself, I think, uh, yeah, the confidence carries over. Not sure you've scored a, a nicer or a bigger goal than an overtime winner in Wenatchee. Uh, that got some play. It was the highlight of the night. I think it made plays of the week. I think it did, yeah. So, um, you know, goals like that must make you feel pretty good. Yeah, obviously it's nice to get a couple of those. But, uh, yeah, it was great team effort, great team win there as well. So, uh, yeah, just found the chance to, you know, found some extra legs there. Uh, just tried to push through it, and lucky enough, I, uh, I got a goal. There's other parts to the season in your draft year. Uh, there's the on-ice part, but there's things like this, you know, more interviews, more interactions. You're talking to scouts after games, uh, going through questionnaires. What's that other side of it that maybe the fans don't really see the other side of, of what goes into a draft year? Yeah, obviously, I think there's lots of outside noise with that stuff as well. Um, you know, I try not to pay too much attention of it. Um, but obviously, again, like I said, you know, there's there's eyes and there's people watching. So you're always looking to be your best uh, night in and night out. So um, just trying to keep carrying that through the rest of the season and keep playing my game. Now, you're, uh, your birth your birth country is South Africa, which I guess gets a lot of attention, too. They're like the South African who's playing hockey. Let's go through your hockey background. You, you spent a little bit of time there, not a lot. Then you moved to Alberta, where you uh, really got into the game. But um, take me through your history. Yeah, so obviously born in uh, Johannesburg there with uh, my sister, my parents, all from there, and then my rest of my family uh, is currently there right now. So uh, moved to Calgary in 2008. I was uh, two years old. Um, yeah, came into the to the city there, and uh, lots of friends obviously played the sport of hockey, and kind of just mingling around with those with those guys, I uh, kind of found the love for it uh, right away. 
Um, and then, yeah, with, with that stuff, I mean, obviously it's pretty unique to be from a different uh, place like that. Um, there's actually a social media team, um, I forgot their name, but it's a South African hockey team. They just uh, followed me recently, so it's pretty cool to see that and uh, kind of, yeah, see that side of the, the world playing the sport. Oh, I guess you could play uh, technically for like a South African team in Division 4 or whatever it would be. That would be quite the jump. Uh, things seem to be working out for you right now uh, with your team as well. The Blazers, uh, as we speak, they've won 6 of 8. And this comes off you know, a trade deadline that was very active for the team where they move out three veteran forwards and Fraser Minton in November. It's been a bit of a changing of the guard here, but yet you guys are finding ways to win. Yeah, I think it's obviously pretty tough to see those guys go. Um, lots of key pieces to to our squad but I think yeah the team has done an excellent job of you know uh, I think we're really realizing that uh, we got nothing to lose and yeah we're playing our best hockey right now so just look for guys to to play their best every night uh, play their role stick to the structure buy in um, yeah like I said we're playing our best right now so we just look to to keep that going against uh, Cologne here in the weekend. All right you keep trending up here so does the team I appreciate this and uh, and good luck the rest of the season Harrison. Thanks Keener. Hey, that's the show. Big thanks to our guest this week, Shane Farkas with the Mount Royal Cougars and Harrison Brunick of the Kamloops Blazers. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'm John Keaton.